welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. Chris is still not here. <laughs> he he went to Hawaii and was like, God damn, this is better in Kentucky. I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Dreaming it. <laughs> I remember what the chord progression was. <laughs> Steve and Andy's show. <laughs> Uh, and welcome back to another kind of slapdash episode of uh, streaming things. Yeah. Um, we, we we were going to do a bunch of different stuff, but uh, unfortunately, Chris did come. Well, let me rephrase that. Fortunately, Chris <laughs> did come back from Hawaii. Fortunately, he made it back. <laughs> he had a great time on his honeymoon. But unfortunately, he, he is now Ill. sick. Yeah, he is a he's a sicky boy. Yeah. So we wish him a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that out of the way, Andy, how have you been this week, buddy? Pretty good, man. Guess what I did yesterday? What did you do? I jumped out of an airplane. What? I did. I went skydiving, dude. It was insane. It was insane. It, I, I don't want to say that it's indescribable because we're in an auditory medium right now. Uh, so I'll say that it was like one of the most exhilarating and simultaneously terrifying and also beautiful things I've ever experienced. Um, We did it up in Middletown, Ohio at a place called Start Skydiving. Um, We did like the last jump of the day. So it was like the sunset show sponsored by them. Right. (laughs) Um, It was um, majestic, dude. It was one of the most beautiful. It's by far the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen because I was flying through the air. You were there watching it. You were Icarus. I was part of the sunset. How many people can say that? You know, yeah, it it was uh, honestly, truly like a mind altering experience. It, it was absolutely incredible. I would encourage anybody to try it at least once. I will say it's mm-hmm. fucking expensive. Yeah, it was it not cheap. Um, but for having done it at least just the one time, it was worth every penny. Yeah, so, I've, I went skydiving like five or six years ago, and uh, it is really expensive, which is why I haven't gone back, mm-hmm. but it was one of the best experiences of my life. Like uh, last week or so, when you were kind of floating the idea, like, yeah, I think I'm going to go skydiving, maybe. I'm like, do it. <laughs> do it, man. It's dope. Do it. It's so good. It. And, I, dude, I was so terrified. Like, I was shaking and stuff, like, the whole day before we got there. And then for some reason, once we got on the plane, I was chill. But my... Uh, my instructor was super like not forthcoming on <laughs> what I was supposed to do. Like everyone else is getting all these detailed instructions instructions like, yeah, when I tap you like this, it means do this. When I tap you like that, it means like that. And, you know, they're they're like, we do this thousands of times. And, you know, either you're my 15th jump today. You're going to be fine. Look, we're all fine. And my dude's just like, let's do it, brother. And I'm like, <laughs> is there anything I should know? He's like, I'll tell you later. Like I'll tell you in the air. <laughs> Come on, Rodrigo. Like uh, you, you kind of got to tell me some of this shit. And literally, he gave me like a thirty-second rundown right before we went out the front of the plane. Okay, so we're gonna plane. jump out of the plane, and then we're gonna fall. <laughs> and at a certain point, I'm gonna pull a chute so that we don't die. Hopefully, everything will be okay. Just don't be a dick while we're falling. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went on a date, and all of the instructors were like, "So is this your idea or hers?" I'm like, "Hers." They're like, "You know, she's testing you." <laughs> yeah, totally. But, you know, I like I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to be. And, you know, I am here. So test passed. Right. They're like, yeah, just don't scream like a bitch when you go out <laughs> to the side of the plane. <laughs> I'll try not to. I'm not sure how much I succeeded at, at that. The first like 15 seconds is just falling. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's pretty I made good. a terrible mistake. <laughs> right. uh, 
I did pay the extra money to get a video of it. And so I will share that on our Patreon or something uh, just so people can get an idea of uh, how batshit crazy it was. Can't but wait. also how beautiful because it was absolutely gorgeous. I really hope that thing happens where like air is blowing into your face so your cheeks and mouth just starts looking insane. It didn't <laughs> feel like it, but I saw a bunch of videos and it seems like it happened to everybody else. So I don't know. I probably. Oh, I'm going to freeze frame one of those photos and uh, awesome. I'm going to have some fun with it. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was uh, a hell of an experience. I'm so glad that I did it because I'm not good with heights at all. Like, not good at all. We went to uh, Phoenix for Chris's bachelor party. And a uh, part of the trip was like taking this uh, tour Jeep thing, like up the side of a mountain and like going over these cliffs and stuff. And like everyone else is like going up and standing at the cliffs and looking over. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool. good. Actually, I'm kind of getting anxiety watching you guys doing this. Like you chill <laughs> out. Like if I'm in a secured height, I'm fine. You know, like if I'm in a roller coaster mm -hmm. or something, I'm cool. You know, go stand on a super tall buildings. If there's a rail, I'm fine. But as soon as me being clumsy becomes a life or death situation, yeah. I'm out. Cause like my legs are going to start shaking and stuff. Dude, I, and I can't like, go onto like rooftops. Yeah. Like same. if people are like, Oh, go change that shingle on the roof. It's like, no, I don't, I'm not doing that. I'll like, pay somebody. To I, do that. I will piss my pants up on that <laughs> roof. Like I can get on a roof. Fine. My problem is getting back onto the ladder from. Yeah. The roof. Oh yeah. That's where I'm like, like crawling all fours to the ladder and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. There's, there's a, when I was younger, uh, we were doing some sort of repairs in my mom's old house and it was like a, a two-story house. We're on the second floor roof. And I remember like, I was maybe like 14 or something. I was a pretty young teenager. And I just remember like belly on the roof, hands grabbing the roof, just like, ah, <laughs> ah. And then my uh, dickhead brother who's older than me is just like jumping from like the first floor roof to the, or from the second floor roof to the first floor and then oh, back Jesus. up. And like, he's like, come on, pussy. And I'm just like, I hate you so much. Why'd you make me come up here? <laughs> You're making it. I don't even worse. know what I'm supposed to be doing up here. <laughs> it's weird. I didn't have that problem when I was a kid. I used to climb up on the roof and put up uh, Christmas lights and stuff. And at some point reality set in. I was like, oh, that's only 12 feet, but I can still die. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, it was a awesome opportunity to kind of face a big fear of mine. And uh, I'm super glad that I did it. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. I'm proud of you. It's a, it's, a, it's a very brave thing to try to step up and conquer your fears. And I think as someone who's afraid of heights, jumping out of a plane is literally like <laughs> kicking your fear in the dick and giving it the double pickles on the way down. You know what I mean? <laughs> double pickles meaning, meaning two middle fingers. Flipping the bird. I don't know if people know what that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know <laughs> if that term. Pickle in it. I don't know if double pickles is a term that people would immediately understand. Right. <laughs> so that's that name of this episode. Just pickling it. Just pickling it. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Uh, it's, I, I also have an announcement to make. It's here. I got an apartment, my friend. Yes. Yeah, it's one less thing to worry about, buddy. I'm moving. Yes. First of the month, next month. We just have to sell the house now. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reality is, though, right now, like, the housing market's insane. If your house is listed, I'm surprised it's not sold already. Like, that's how We've only had two people come visit, look at it, so I'm, so I'm a little worried. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Maybe the times they are changing. Yeah. Bob Dylan was right. <laughs> Bobby D, he, Bobby he's D. got some wise words. Is he still with us? Bob Dylan, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. I couldn't remember if he was. He's still what. kicking it. I'm almost positive. Now I'm afraid he's dead. And is he, I didn't is he know still it. speak singing? If he's dead, I'm going to be really sad. I and kicked I'm the bucket long ago. 
And nobody knew. Now he's still kicking it, bro. He's 80, though. Wow. He's kicking it for now, we'll say. Well, Andy, we don't have an action-packed show for you. Uh, but before we get into the action-packed show, we do have some business to take care of at the top. We got to thank our Patreon members. Oh, shit. If you guys didn't know, we have a Patreon now. Go on to patreon.com slash streaming things and sign up to become a member where you can get bonus episodes such as our deep dives into popular film franchise. We're currently doing Lord of the Rings. We will be doing Return of the King once our, our king returns to a uh, healthy... <laughs> Uh, life yeah. and stops being sick then we will record that episode and get it out as soon as possible because i know we're a little overdue on that but uh we would also like to give a shout out to our patreon members who have been so kind to throw some money our way to keep the lights on here on the show and with that andy are you ready we're gonna give them some shout outs let's do this first off let's shout out our very first patreon phil thank you phil <laughs> Love you. We love you, Phil. We also want to thank Carmelita. Carmelita. Yeah. Thank you, Carmelita. Thank you so much. Next up, we got uh, Carrie. 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 Thank <laughs> <I> you, <can't> Carrie. <laughs> It's like a Pixies. Thank you, Gary. Gary. La la. Uh, <laughs> after Carrie, thank you so much, Enza. Oh, thank you, Enza. We love you. We, we love you. <laughs> Next up is, of course, cake. Oh, nice. Cake. <laughs> Thank you, cake. <laughs> We're gonna get sued. We need more uh, Patriot <laughs> Patreon members that are named after bands. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, the Eagles. Like <laughs> <laughs> Hotel California. Oh no. Oh, keep it rolling though, because we gotta thank Katie. Oh shit. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, it's so hard. She's a $10 member, and you gotta make it good. What was her name again? Katie. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Listen, I wish you could see Andy's face right now because he's thinking so hard oh, I can't remember. while playing a guitar. I've never seen someone look so lost in thought while playing a guitar. Dude, that was really hard on the spot trying to remember it goes out. Thank you, Katie. Dude, I'm gonna like throw a lot of stuff on you on the spot. Like, play the Trooper by Iron Maiden right now! <laughs> I have no idea how that song even goes. And last but not least is a Patreon member who requested specifically that we don't thank him, but we just give a spec. He wanted us to give a special shout out to our mothers from him. And I don't think he realized how sad of a story that is. Yeah. <laughs> Cause uh, so, Chris's mom passed away a few years ago. Mine passed away like two months ago. Uh, so Steve's mom. you're welcome, Carol. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. I miss you, Mom. I'm sorry I don't call you as much as I should. <laughs> so, uh, guys, if you want to become a Patreon member, please go to patreon.com slash streaming things and sign up. The $5 above tier will get you the bonus episodes, like the Return of the King episode that will be coming shortly. But if you don't have a couple bones to toss our way, 
That's fine. We love you so much anyway. We're just happy you're here and a part of the Streaming Things family. You can still, though, interact with us. I'm salivating a lot. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting all like mouth grossness going on here. Uh, but you can interact with us by going, of course, on the Twitter. We're at StreamThingPod on Twitter. You can email us at StreamingThingsPod at gmo.com. Or you can give us a call on our phone number, which is 859-757-4051. And uh, last week... Uh, we kind of can't put that down or I'm just going to keep playing. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Uh, last week, we uh, or we kind of were like, hey, we thought this we found a workaround for international listeners. Uh, we totes did not. So, so we would like to issue a retraction. You cannot call that number on an international number via Skype for uh, free. You can. So the, the hookup is if we had a Skype number. You could call on Skype for free internationally, oh. but this isn't a Skype number. It's a uh, Google numbers. Gotcha. Um, so that's where the confusion lied. Uh, one of our international members reached out and was like, hey, uh, having a bit of a prob. Um, <laughs> You're kind of lying. Uh, so that is a retraction. However, you if you do want to um, connect with us in voice fashion, because really you would just be leaving a voicemail if you call that number. If you wanted to leave us a voicemail, and you can't call that number, just uh, record your voice on your phone, like do like an audio memo and just email that to us, mm -hmm. right? So that is a workaround for now. Plus that way you'll be able to listen back and be like, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, that was good. That. Yeah, it don't sound like a dick. Have you ever called like a hotline for a podcast or whatever? There's one that I listen to that has a 800 number that you can call. And I've tried a couple of times. And dude, they put you on the spot. It's like, hey, this is totally going to be on the podcast, so uh, make it good. Okay, bye. Beep. And then it's like, uh, uh, hi, my, my my, my, my name is, uh, 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 uh I had a good idea. <laughs> no, I lost it. Well, our, our voicemail is not very much different. It's just going us pretending to be an auto dealership <laughs> for half a second. Like, ah, just getting to streaming things. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. So if you do the voice memo version, then yeah, you can take your time, make it good. Make it good. Is it secret? Is it safe? Play me a song. Uh, with that, Andy, uh, are you ready to slip into our first segment of crossing streams? Let's do it. Funky music. Who made that Who's track? That shit. I don't know, some badass. Some badass dude with a giant dong, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Crossing Streams is the segment where we sit here and we have gone out into the world and we have streamed content on our own. We bring it back here and we discuss it amongst ourselves, hopefully in the effort of letting you, the listener, know what's good out there to stream. Mm -hmm. uh, typically... Andy, you're the one that goes first, and I don't see a reason to break tradition now. I'd be happy to do so, Stephen. All right. So, Stephen, I watched no, a movie. I, when did we get so formal, Andrew? <laughs> I don't know, Stephen May, <laughs> but I'm very happy to continue doing so. Mm, Sir Andrew Casson <laughs> the third, the third of Loxley. I don't know. <laughs> Loxley. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so I watched a thing on HBO Max the other day. Um, a movie that I had been super duper duper looking forward to by a certain writer director extraordinaire named James Wan. From the creative mind of James Wan. James Wan. Malignant. Malignant. Or, as I like to call it, disappointment. <laughs> Dude, that movie was such a bummer. Um, like, I know that it's on me why I didn't like it so much. Because it was very much, I just didn't want this from you. I thought... 
oh, thank God, James Wan is going back to horror. I don't give a shit about, you know, we had fun watching the Fast and Furious movies, but mm-hmm. out of sight, out of mind, bro. Aquaman. Like, I'm not going to go back. Aquaman, I never even saw it, and I'm never going to. I don't <laughs> care. It's the fucking DC universe. I, I don't care. If James Gunn's name isn't on it, I'm not going to watch it. Um, it's a good rule to live by. But, so when I saw that James Wan was doing a new uh, horror movie, I was stoked. And the trailers looked awesome. But the trailers misled the fuck out of me. I thought that it was a traditional horror film. It is not. It is kind of a B-horror camp schlock thing, but done with a really high budget and kind of takes itself seriously while they're doing it. Mm. And so you're watching it and you're laughing, but it feels like you're not supposed to be laughing. Mm. And so I'm just spending most of the movie really conf- really disappointed first and then also kind of confused think of it as it was weirdly action heavy and so it made me think of like if freddy krueger was set in the v for vendetta universe but not nearly as cool as that sounds i was gonna say that kind of sounds, sounds pretty dope. badass but it's not i don't know you're in my so, nightmare now natalie portman <laughs> <laughs> um i know that a lot of people liked it and maybe if you go in with zero expectation whatsoever or if you go in with the expectation of like a kind of a camp romp if you will uh then maybe you'll have a lot of fun with it but for me going in wanting like the next conjuring whenever james wan creates a new original ip horror film it he always knocks out of the park you know Mm -hmm. think saw think uh insidious think uh uh, conjuring? The conjuring, yeah, like dude kills it, and I thought that this was going to be that, and it wasn't, um, and that was a bummer. But then I watched last night after my skydiving excursion, which I'm going to reiterate was amazing. <laughs> I watched uh, one of my favorite horror movies all, of all time, and it's semi schlock, but you kind of know that going in. I watched the 2013 remake of Evil Dead uh, by Fede Alvarez. Have you seen this film? Uh, not all the way through. I was a projectionist when that movie came out, so I've seen like a bunch of you know clips of it, basically. Okay. But I haven't actually sat down and watched the entire movie from start to finish. It is one of my favorites. It is relentless. It is super fucked up at times. Very, very, very gory. <laughs> I remember. Isn't uh, it like? Doesn't it hold a record for like most blood or something? Yeah. So there's a scene at a certain point in the movie where it's basically just nonstop blood on screen, like filling the screen at all times for a very extended period of time. And I don't want to say more than that because it's kind of a spoiler to go any further. Um, but that movie fucking rocks. Now, it is not like the um, Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi, Evil Dead. It is that was a film that was trying to be scary, but it wasn't because they had no budget. And so it ended up being funny and they kind of just leaned into that and made it a thing this is like hey let's take evil dead but let's kind of let's go there you know we have the money now and we have the means to make it better faster stronger um and they did that movie fucking rocks there's some of the most fucked up things it has one of the (laughs) coolest opening scenes in a horror film ever i love it so much and i get chills thinking about it um but yeah um the 2013 Fede Alvarez Evil Dead remake is up there, man. It, that and like It Follows and um, like Hereditary, dude, some of the best mm-hmm. horror movies of all time. Dude, I want to kind of circle back to Malignant for a second. Okay. Because uh, I want to, 
Full transparency. I'm going to be completely honest Did with you. Did you watch it too? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is my story. I am, and I hate to be that person, but like I've kind of had like a grudge against this movie for a while. And it's a completely petty thing. But when the movie came out and like I've seen a ton of people on Twitter who are just like, man, Melinda, it sucks. This is a really bad movie. All I could think to myself was good. Good. <laughs> Only, and it's so dumb because the marketing blitz for this movie is in fucking sane. So, like, I could not open up Twitter. I could not watch a video on YouTube. I couldn't go anywhere online without, from the visionary mind of James Wan, malignant. It would just play the same fucking ad. And I was so annoyed. Because if, a, if, a, and here's a tip if you work in marketing and you're like, oh, we should really, like, kind of like make ads on YouTube, stop. Like one or two is fine, but if if it's overpopulating my feed, I will just resent you. Like Raid Shadow Legends, I will not download now and play it for free. <laughs> Fuck you very much. I have been getting blown up with Raid Shadow Legends, which oh, I again I will Legends never so ever ever play because of that. No, that's funny though because I did not run into the trailer onslaught of Malignant at all. I don't know what it is about the algorithm, but like you know, as someone who does not like horror films, typically they're like, let's get that guy. <laughs> let's 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 throw all our money towards him. He's yeah. gonna be super jazz about james wan's malignant and and i remember the reason why i immediately was like kind of turned off on this movie was we when we went to see it in the theater well we went to see um candy man i think in candy. theaters candy man there's a there's a trailer for malignant and up to that point i had only seen the youtube ads which are like 15 seconds right mm-hmm. uh so this was the first like full-length trailer which gave a little bit more of a idea of what the movie actually was Storyline wise, because like if you'd asked me based off the YouTube trailers, it was just like, I don't know, there's a woman uh, has a stupid invisible best friend that's haunting them like every other movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when we watched the trailer, there was this really weird. There were so many I would consider wide shots of the main character, I assume, in a room. And then the room just becomes a CGI glob fest of yes, darkness. That happens so many times in that movie. And I remember, and it was so prevalent in the trailer. And I remember leaning to you in the theater and going, nothing scares me more than just seeing CGI all over the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's my little weird. And, and I know when we were planning on recording the three of us before Chris got sick, mm. Chris was kind of hinting towards, Hey, we could watch malignant and that could be the movie that we all talk about. And I remember when he posts and when he texted, I, I, I remember sitting with my phone and looking at it thinking like, I'm not going to say no, but I really don't want to watch this fucking movie. I'm not going to be happy about it. So when we said that Chris was sick, you're like, yes, yes. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not. I hope he gets feels better because I miss him. I know. It's been I two weeks. Too. I haven't seen him. But Andy, uh, do you have anything else that you've streamed this week? No, honestly, that's pretty much been it. It's the start of the football season, and as you know, I am on a couple of fantasy football teams. I came, I changed a team name. I'm pretty proud of this one. Oh, what, what is it now? Andy Justice for All. Okay. Solid, <laughs> right? For, for the Metallica fans out there. Nice. Pretty uh, pretty proud of that I one. I saw that, uh, the, what's, what's the big guy's name for Metallica? James Hetfield. He like uh, listed his top 10 favorite songs of all time. Hell yeah. And I looked at them, and I didn't know who any of those people were. Streaming so. Things intro. <laughs> up there number, oh, number three <laughs> i really love that song i'll listen to it whenever i sue napster <laughs> <laughs> sons of bitches so anyway what have you been streaming dude uh well dude uh 
again, I, I got to talk about it because it was pretty cool thing that happened this week, but it's not something that I necessarily streamed, but you can stream it if you want. I went to a live taping of AEW wrestling. Oh shit. Uh, which might be re- redundant because AEW wrestling would be all elite wrestling wrestling. So, okay. Like ATM <laughs> machine. Yeah. I got you. Uh, but anyway, so they, they came to the fifth third arena, which is at, um, uh, UC campus. Oh, where cool. the, the UC Bearcats play basketball. Um, got tickets there a month ago. It was a really, really hot show. Really, really fun. Uh, it was just great to kind of like. What do you mean when you say hot? Now, is that wrestling lingo or was the temperature very high? Was the AC I guess not that's working? More, I guess that's more wrestling lingo, I guess. It was a it, hot show. Hot in terms of like the energy. Like people were like excited about being there. There's a lot of momentum behind this company and the show as a whole. Were the wrestlers sweaty? Oh, so sweaty, man. So sweaty. Just dudes aggressively hugging in their underwear. What more could you want? And they're oh all sweaty. God. They are. They, there was probably a healthy uh, application of baby oil before they even got out there, too. So oh, who knows? Man, bust out the baby oil. <laughs> yeah, you try to hug them and they just slip right out. Of you. Ah, get it. Get over here. You. Uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. I went with a couple of buddies. Um, kind of going back to a conversation we had months ago about like fandoms. It was really like so. This is the first big event I've really been to that had a bunch of people in it, right? Um, luckily UC campus has like a mask mandate. So you have to like wear your mask when you're inside and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when I was walking up to the arena, I got there pretty early, but a line had already formed to, to get in. And the way I approached the arena, I got to the front of the line first and then had to walk all the way oh, to the end to get to the end. But as I'm walking through, I'm looking at the people lined up and I'm like, Oh yeah. Wrestling fans in this part of the world are, kind of shitty <laughs> which is weird because a lot of people assume all wrestling fans are like you know the stereotypical redneck that type of thing mm. but there's like a pretty i think it's like 75 25 split of like wokeness in wrestling fans which is pretty surprising okay. um, especially for this specific company because there's the, the the people who run this specific company are pr- pretty progressive like they're very lgbtq friendly there's a couple uh trans wrestlers on their roster um and they just you know, it's not a big deal. It's just, hey, this is who they are. And so if you were a fan of that company, you kind of have to be a fan of that. You have to be okay with that, uh, which if you're not, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But as I'm walking through this line, I'm like, oh, man, a lot of these people aren't wearing masks. Uh, when they get to the door, it's going to be pretty ugly. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, this is going to be awkward. And like, I'm, I'm by myself in line because my friends were riding separately and they hadn't arrived yet. So I'm just like, oh, so awkward. Yeah. Oh. Get to the front. And I was so happy to see, like when we got to the front, I'd say like 90% of the people like put on, like pulled out masks and put them on before they entered. And then the people who didn't, uh, the arena staff were handing out masks as people were walking in. So it was, okay. uh, it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right, great. I'm happy. This is good. This is good. Social anxiety alleviated. Alleviated. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. And there was a, a lot of like, you know, cause it was technically Cincinnati. Right. So, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of like love for Cincinnati that I wasn't expecting. Cause usually you go to a show and there's like, this is our programming. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And this show was like, Cincinnati, we're going to get graders and Skyline and all the other local things and sports. And- How about that Brent Spence Bridge? How about that Brent Spence Bridge? When will they build a companion bridge? 
uh, it was it was great. So you can actually stream that as stream those episodes on like uh, maybe premium YouTube. I think you can you can stream them. Um, okay. Also, like if you have the the TNT app, you can stream them on there. But who has that? <laughs> Am I right? Oh my god! They should just put it on fucking HBO Max. Uh, but anyway, the thing I actually streamed uh, was a is a little show. Uh, it has debuted on Hulu. I think there are only two episodes out currently. However, I have only seen um, the first episode as of now. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, and that is a show called Only Murders in the Building. Only Murders. Uh, this, uh, let me just, the, uh, so IMDb, the, sh- the show notes describe it as three strangers who share an obsession with true crime suddenly find themselves caught up in one. Uh, it stars uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, uh, and Selena Gomez. And it's basically what the description is. It's these three people who lead very different lives, who live in uh, different uh, sections of a giant condo building in New York City. Um, and they all listen to the same uh, true crime podcast, and they're really, really into it. Uh, and then a real a murder happens in their their building and they take it upon themselves to not only investigate the murder, but also to create their own true crime podcast about the investigating of the murder. I love it. <laughs> and it's really, really fun. Uh, it's really well shot as well, okay. uh, which is surprising going in. There's like a really good art uh, design to it, like a good production design to it. Um, uh, Steve Martin plays a guy who used to be and a fa- he's an actor who was in like a famous TV show in the nineties called Brazos. I think, I think that's how, how he pronounced it, but it's basically a Columbo. He was like a Columbo okay. in that show, but he, he, he can't get work now as an actor. Uh, Martin short plays an old theater director who is having trouble, you know, getting any of his plays made now. Cause he's, I guess past his prime. And then Selena Gomez is this kind of enigmatic, uh, character. You don't really know what her deal is, but she owns like the largest unit, out of the three of them, they're all like, who are you? What do you do for a living? <laughs> and she's like very cagey about her past. And it's interesting. Sure. So but it's two I, has-beens and an Instagram influencer. Uh, maybe. maybe. I, they're, they're, they hint at like maybe something mystery. more insidious is going on with her oh, character. Shit. But it's, okay. it, it's cool. And what I love about it is uh, how much fun it is. Um, so that it starts off with the three characters like uh, Steve Martin obviously hates Martin Short because Martin Short's very like, hello, I'm going to talk to you in the elevator about it, things you don't care about. And, right. But then when they find out that they all, like, they, they all end up in the same restaurant across the street and Steve Martin's got like this map that he's made to help him like, I guess, visualize the clues from their murder podcast. <laughs> and Martin Short shows up and he's like, oh, can I sit in your booth? And he sees him on his table. He's like, what was in the dog's mouth? And he's like, right, get in here. And then she comes up and she sees the map. And she's like, guys, what was in the dog's mouth? Get, we got to figure it out. And they become like they instantly bond over this mystery. Awesome. And then as a fellow podcaster, I really appreciated when they were kind of trying to figure out like, we should do our own podcast. Right. Like the conversation was very like, I feel seen right. a little bit. This is funny. Uh, but I was very, the thing that kind of took the the show from good to great, at least in this first episode, like who knows where it's going to end up, but I really enjoyed the first episode was um, there is this visual metaphor that kind of comes out of nowhere. So I won't spoil what it is, but there's this really great scene with Martin short specifically where he goes and talks to his son mm-hmm. and it is so uncomfortable the context of the conversation is so uncomfortable, but like, and sad and like, Oh my God, this is really awkward. And I feel really bad watching this. And then 
he goes outside of the house and initiates what I'll just call a visual metaphor that I, they kind of allude to earlier, but when it happens in real time, in the show, I kind of didn't realize that they were going to allude to this visual metaphor. So when he does it outside his son's house, I kind of had a panic attack. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. Oh, it's the visual metaphor. Oh, okay. Interesting. So it gets a little surreal. Okay. So there's some like surreal imagery going on in the show. Uh, but it, but it's really, really great. Um, I'm ha- I'm really excited to actually kind of dive more into it. Uh, uh, I think there's, again, there's, I think only two episodes out. So I'm going to go home tonight and probably watch the second episode. You have my curiosity. That sounds that, you. You DiCaprioed me. Oh, uh, I'm ready for this. Maybe maybe sounds we'll awesome. watch it when we turns the turn when we t- when we turn when we the podcast off. off. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching too much Lord of the Rings. Turns it off. Turns it off. Precious. Um, but basically, that's basically all I've been streaming this week. Um, of course, so, Ted Lasso. We we all oh, watch Ted Lasso, yeah. and once again, it pulls at the heartstrings, and it, it was once again the best thing on TV. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we'll do a big old Ted Lasso episode. A big old big dump old. of Ted Lasso content. We'll just dump it all over you. I was talking to a friend of mine on uh, the PlayStation Network today. Mm-hmm. He joined a group chat. He's like, hey, man, just want to let you know. Started watching Ted Lasso because you kept talking about it. That show's so good. I'm like, right? <laughs> right. Well, you all should listen to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's so good. Despite uh, what certain four-star reviews would have you believe. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, it's so good that a uh, local baseball celebrity, Joey Votto, is a huge fan of it. And I he, love that, dude. He plays the heel. He does the like, Jamie Tart. Me! Yeah. Me! That's <laughs> <laughs> so dope. But the real question of the day, uh, Andy, is, does Joey Votto still bang? <laughs> Currently, no. Uh, the, the Reds are super slumping right now, and it's making me very sad. I'm a big Reds fan. And, oh, are uh, they? They're doing a push for uh, the postseason, and they've been neck and neck with the Padres to have the second wild card slot. Uh, did you say pod race? Like uh, Wizard Annie? Pod races. Did I say pod race? Uh, Padres. Oh, okay. I might have uh, misheard San Diego Padres. I got really excited. Like, there's a baseball team <laughs> called Pod Race? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Wizard. <laughs> Wizard Annie. Um, <laughs> But yeah, anyway, currently no, but Votto is still fucking killing it at 37 in the majors, and that's badass. But anyway, I digress. I just think the phrase Joey Votto bangs bangs is funny. so awesome. (laughs) I know. You see these news news headlines all the time. Votto still bangs. I I went to a Reds game a couple weeks ago, and people kept saying, like, Votto bangs, and I didn't understand the reference so i asked a buddy of mine who's like a big reds fan and he works for the reds and i was like hey what does that mean and he's like oh yeah there was a like a, a year or so ago joey Votto was in the locker room and i guess he was down on himself because he's old and he looked at other players like hey man do i still bang <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that was the funniest thing <laughs> just like being super like it. you're questioning yourself and you're just looking at your friend like hey man do i still bang do i still bang oh my god with that, ladies and gentlemen, that kind of brings us to the close of this uh, speed run of an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we we hope Chris feels better. We know he's not feeling well. Um, but hey, we're still here, man. We are still here. We didn't want to go without uh, a week without you guys hearing our voices. Even we though are still streaming things. We are. Are you? Are you? You? Yes, you. I'm talking to you driving <laughs> right now. You're probably driving. Are you streaming things right now? No, shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You're driving. It's dangerous as fuck. Yeah. But, uh, you know, 
we're just happy that you guys are along with us on this ride. Uh, I know the last couple of weeks have been a little hectic with schedules uh, and, you know, personal issues and stuff like that, but we're still going to be here uh, next week or in the next couple weeks, we're going to have some uh, news on the, the format of the show, uh, format of the show slightly changing. Yeah. We have a couple of changes in the pipeline coming yeah. down the way. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked about it. And all of this is to help better serve you, the listener who we love so, so dearly. The people. The people. <laughs> Gotham City. <laughs> it is yours. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with us again, we're at Streaming Things Pod. Or I'm sorry, at Stream Thing Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Email us at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash streaming things where you can get bonus episodes. You can have Andy serenade you. You can watch me skydive. You can watch Andy skydive. Is that a Patreon exclusive thing? Yeah, I'm going to make it one. Oh, shit. You want to see Andy almost die? <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see an almost snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> with that Andy where can they find you on Twitter you can find me at Andy most days you can find Chris at C Michael writes as in what Shakespeare does and you can find me at Steve May 13 that has been the end of the episode thank you so much for joining us my name is Andy and I'm Chris and I'm Steve no I'm Steve <laughs> I know that got all fucked up <laughs> happy streaming happy streaming